The Witcheration Room is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Hello there, and welcome to The Witcheration Room. We're reading The Witcher series by Andrzej Sapkowski. I'm Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're starting in on Blood of Elves, the first full-length novel in The Witcher series. Previously, our titular Witcher has a hot tub foursome with a Witcher dragon and some sexy warrior lady friends. Yeah, 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 right? <laughs> uh, and I assume that's just standard Witcher stuff. It probably isn't even the first time he's done that, you know? Uh, his wizard girlfriend takes him to an especially shitty town and dumps him and her other boyfriend using the same magic bird letter spell, which is probably the wizard equivalent to breaking up with somebody via text message. <laughs> uh, next, Geralt and Dandelion meet a shapeshifter who gives them a demonstrative lesson in investment economics, and it is way over their heads. True. Luckily, they end the lesson in a brothel, so the day isn't a total waste. <laughs> Geralt and Dandelion meet a hot young bard and a civilization of warrior fish people. Geralt decides he shouldn't mess around with either of them because they are both way more trouble than he is able to handle. Also, Destiny repeatedly mushes Geralt's face into his child of Destiny, but this dude will not take the hint. He does a bunch of Witcher psychotropics, gets reabandoned by his mom, and has a near-death experience. And then when he gets Siri as his law of surprise, Serial box reward again, like oops, all series, you know. Uh, he finally decides that he should keep this kid around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fine, okay, I guess I'll have a full length adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we are. Now we're beginning our first, uh, so these are no longer short stories from here on, it's a single story yeah, arc. They're long stories. Yep, yeah, right, exactly. One, well, one long story. Yeah. Blood of Elves uh, starts out with a little bit of uh, poetry, a little bit of prophecy. Verily I say unto you, and so forth. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is a great prophecy. Uh, what I really appreciate about these books is that they're super cheery and upbeat, and I think this really sets the stage. <laughs> Let's just bring it down. Time like of madness, uh, people are going to die, something, something. The relevant know, part is... Burst into flames. What signs these shall be, I say unto you, first the earth will flow with the blood of Ianchi, the blood of elves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... That's what the title comes from, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate the economy of the story. They get to that title drop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. So, Siri dreams of her harrowing escape from Sintra. Which yeah. I don't think we know how that happened yet. Yeah, this is our first kind of scene of this. That she's yeah. fleeing the, the Sintra, burning around her, Nilfgaardian forces killing all of her people. Yeah, I think if this is actually what happened, and this is not just dream stuff, then... A knight was carrying her out, and he died and threw her to another knight mm-hmm. who was carrying her for a while, and then he died and threw her on a horse. Yeah, which did die died. and fell down. <laughs> yeah, fell down. On her. And then there was a guy with a bird head. Yeah, there was a guy with a bird head. Yeah. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't not think of that Nicolas Cage meme, right? My head is a bird, your argument is invalid. <laughs> All I could think was that, like, this guy with the bird hat, like, it, it, it had to have been scary in person because you you know hearing it described it's like right like I don't know like, yeah, yeah he he she says that he towered above the flames like a dark you know colossus or whatever he's wearing a black helmet and he had piercing eyes and also he had bird wings <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm sorry I can't take you seriously like, with the wing can you just take off can you just take off the wings <laughs> but uh, as he's coming for her she wakes up and she's at a campfire with Geralt but she yeah. says she can't remember anything yeah so I guess. Yeah, this is probably what happened, and she's blocked it out or something. Yeah, I, I imagine that her escape from the city was super traumatic, and she probably doesn't like to think about it. Mm-hmm. Then we spend the rest of our time pretty much with Dandelion. How 
about that. Hi, yeah. Dandelion. Yeah. Dandelion is giving a very successful performance at a big old oak tree, uh, which is like a meeting place for all different kinds of people. Called Blo- Bloberus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the druids, they, they have their, they like their joke It sounds better in druidish. <laughs> It's, it's a big crowd divided among different uh, races and class lines. But the kids. The kids. The kids haven't learned to be racist yet, so yeah. they're all playing together. The kids are all playing together. Hey. Because we all know that kids are always really nice to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, there's, some of those kids are going to really bully some other kids. Well, they're going to destroy each other for other reasons. Yeah, right. Not, That's not because of race. That's a good point. <laughs> right. And uh, after Dandelion finishes the story... Uh, all of the people in the crowd have a 10-page argument over what the song was about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think they suss out pretty quickly who it's about. They're all like, yeah, this is Geralt and... Sure, but they... Yennefer. Yeah. yeah, the song is apparently about Geralt and Yennefer and Ciri. And, but they, they debate like the accuracy of the story, whether this is true, whether this actually happened... Uh, they debate the merit of poetry in general as, as an <laughs> exhortation to higher virtue in the listeners. Um, you know what this is, though? It's this, a recap. This is a recap. It's a it is. Recap. They're this all is a like, great recap mechanic. I, I like this way better than the 100 pages of, you know, like, wind like, blowing around someone's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're like, enough, enough about Geralt and his, his pining love for Yennefer that cannot be. Let's talk about the recent battles that set all these people in, in position for the current story. I yeah. enjoyed that. It brought back different stories, short stories we read, and different characters from them. Yeah, they, they talk about the, the Battle of Sodden, all this uh, Nilfgaardian stuff. Um, they debate the, the virtue of warfare in general. <laughs> uh, they yeah. sort of like, and there's another theme that this story's about. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, wait. When is it okay to die? You know, think about the loss of life. But, you know, you also, like, the yeah. loss of freedom, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. And Dandelion, uh, so, you know, like, people are getting heated and Dandelion just pieces out. He's like, yeah, he, like, okay. gets his money, cuts and runs. After yeah. they finish discussing, like, the, the value of humanity, the, the effects of the spread of humanity across the world and the conflict between modernity and the natural world... They're like, yeah, where's Dandelion anyway? He's just gone. <laughs> he, he had his little chest of money and he's like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, peace. Uh, this, I hope this whole thing was actually pretty funny because it just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it between like eight different people. I was just having this argument. They're just shouting at each other. Yeah. And like half of the people were like, I was at the Battle of Sun. And I was like, I don't think you were at the Battle of Sun. Yeah. Like, there are lots of people at the Battle of Sun. Yeah. Like, half these people were at the Battle of Sun. <laughs> yeah. They said there were 100,000 people at the Battle of Sun. Yeah. yeah cool. So, you, yeah, sure. Yeah, come on. You didn't see everybody there, dude. Uh, uh-huh. And this, and I also thought. This is just like us discussing these books, right? Where mm-hmm. Dandelion is the poet telling this ballad, and, and mm-hmm. Sapkowski is the poet telling us this story, and uh, we're debating like the meaning of it and how it relates to what we're thinking. Sure. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, definitely. This is and this is what he thinks of us. <laughs> thinks of oh god, shit! You're right. <laughs> so Dandelion uh, is in a brothel. Yeah, classic Dandelion. Yeah. Like we, we go from a classic Dandelion moment to another classic Dandelion moment. He's Enjoying the company of two working yeah. ladies. Before I even knew where he went, when he disappeared, I was like, he's in the brothel. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he is. Yeah, right? He's like jingling the bag and saying, like, how many fucks will this get? Into? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's hanging out, half-dressed, uh, yeah. when he's interrupted by a mysterious noble who yes. followed him from the concert. Right. A, a real creep yeah. who starts asking him questions about Siri in the story. I, I have to say, so th- this is the point where this guy offers him... A great deal of money for information about the fate of Siri. And if you've ever doubted Dandelion, this is his moment. He's like, 
no. <laughs> yeah, I like I that. I, I would sell her out. Yeah, yeah. right. It's like that's a lot of money. He's like enough money to buy the brothel in the surrounding areas, and he's like, no, don't know nothing. Yeah, yeah, and it's not because he's afraid of Geralt either. No, no, he's, he's just, just a good yeah. guy. He's loyal. Yeah, yeah. He's not gonna give her up. And um, uh, and yeah, the guy he doesn't he actually doesn't know where Sirissa or Siri is, but he does probably know where Geralt is, and that's what the guy's trying to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dandelion kind of shines them on for a while. And I, I liked, <laughs> he was like, well, the poem is really a metaphor, you know, if I told you concretely what would happen, that would drain of, of its value. And I was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Just tell me. Stop with the fucking metaphors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but Dandelion, uh, the guy pulls a knife and Dandelion bolts for the, the secret passage. Yeah. Like the guy is like mid threat. He's like the way they describe it. He, like before his knife, his knife is all, even all the way out. Dandelion has yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs> It's the usual secret passage that he uses. The one he, you know, he uses to escape from husbands who are after him and shit, right? Right, yeah. Uh, It's funny because, like, he's thinking about his head, like, the the escape route that he uses. He's like, you go through here, you take the third left, you jump over the, like, the spinning thing, and there's a trap door. And he's like, he's got this whole escape route planned out. Yeah, it totally would have worked, except he gets zapped from behind by some magic. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out this guy has more tricks than your average angry husband. Mm Mm-hmm. And... He wakes up, Dandelion does, uh, being tortured by this guy, Rience. Yeah, so it's like a makeshift rack, I guess, right? Yeah, they, they, they tied up his, uh, his arms and, and, and pulled, him up, pulled him up by his arms behind him over a, over a rafter. Sounds mm-hmm. very painful. Yeah, it sounds awful. There's also some situation with a bucket of lye that apparently is a danger to... I think it's just the hands. weight. I think it's just to stretch him, I think. Oh, that's it? They just pull. I thought it was going to... Like his Burn hands, him or yeah. I thought his hands were gonna go in the lie. Somehow. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a little unclear, but Dandelion, Dandelion probably actually doesn't understand it. He's just scared anyway. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the guy says it's gonna hurt. I, I believe him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but once again, Dandelion does not betray Geralt. He doesn't, he doesn't. even in torture. Like he, he resists the torture, even though this guy has magic that he can detect lies. Yeah, he 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 pulls some like Sedai shit. He's like telling like like these are all truths, and the guy's like. I know you're not lying to me, but I know you know there's more to the, to this. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is is really cool, and it looks like Dandelion is actually about to break under this torture. Right. Uh, when Unifer comes in, hey, and has a sweet little wizard fight with this guy. Yeah. And drives him off and frags his buddies. Yeah, just wipes the floor with him. Like yeah. she she barely even uses magic. I think the first she uses magic to as a decoy, but she kills the first guy with his own knife. I think right. Yeah, she does kill that guy with the knife. The other guy she kills with lightning though. Yeah. And I think True. that counts as magic. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, but Rience escapes through the portal and she shoots a fireball after him. That's, so that, yeah. that's yeah. so deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. She's like, yeah, it's from Dandelion's point of view and he says, he hears some muttering and screaming on the other side of the portal. It's like, <laughs> nice. Uh, this may be the first time I've actually liked Yennefer. Agreed. You know? Yeah. She, I, she got I, the job done. I really think that we will enjoy her more from here on. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, then after that, Yennefer debriefs Dandelion over some chicken. <laughs> yeah. He spent a lot of time talking about she eats it with a fork and knife. Which, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I do not do that. I, I, I'm i here with Dandelion. He's like, he makes a point of grabbing with... Yeah, but, How do you do it with a fork and knife? Uh, you would Roast eat, chicken? On, a, on, a, on the bone? It just... Well, yeah. It's you, just inefficient. You start with a fork and knife, and then when it... You, to get the big pieces off, and then when it's difficult, you pick up with your fingers. No, I, I don't even use my hands. I just put my face in it. <laughs> <laughs> do that. Like you just get like a grease all in your beard. That's why you're not allowed back <laughs> Costco. <laughs> you know what you do it you, you, you eat one chicken at Costco without your hands and they're banned for life. I swear. They wouldn't put them on those pallets if you weren't supposed to dive in. 
<laughs> they just shake it until the until the meat comes off. Like a dog. <laughs> Look, dogs dogs know what's up. That's all I'm saying. You know. And so does dandelion, apparently. Yeah. Uh, dandelion really doesn't know anything about about Siri. Uh, he's never has he even met her. Uh, that's a yeah. good question. I, has he? Uh, let's, he's, I don't he's think just so. heard about her, right? As the as the surprise child. I think so. I don't think he was ever with Geralt when he visited Sintra and. He wasn't there. He wasn't there when they when they were in the um, Broccolon or whatever, right? So I think, yeah, I think he's never met oh, her. Oh wow! Okay. So he really knows nothing about Siri at all. Yeah. yeah, but he totally knows where Geralt is. Yeah, he does. He does yeah, and he won't. Uh, he won't even say the name here because it's like a, a hallowed place for witchers, I guess. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, but but Yennefer already knows. Yes, Yennefer yeah, does. So he know. doesn't have to say it. Right, and uh, she has more more recent information about where yeah, Geralt is. Yeah, she knows more than he does. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and she rescued him basically because she likes him. Yeah. Yeah. She, like yeah. She, she she he he says something like, "I didn't think you used to like me, or, or I, I thought you didn't like me at all." And she said, "I didn't used to, but you know something happened, and it's because she cares about Geralt, and he was there for Geralt in all those mm-hmm. times when Geralt needed somebody, like afterwards, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So you know she has uh, she has those feelings. Yeah, it's true. That's like a real person. Yeah. Apparently, she's also there as a representative of a person named Dijkstra. Who yeah, is the Dijkstra? Dijkstra. If it's like the the Dutch pronunciation, it's Dijkstra. oh, maybe it's Dijkstra. Yeah, um, the head of intelligence for, for Redania. He's like a spy master. Yeah, and so is Dandelion. Yeah, so it's a Di- everyone works for Dijkstra. <laughs> yeah. This guy's uh, <laughs> this guy knows a lot of people and is you know got yeah, a, they, they're a lot both of intelligence agents, which yeah. makes sense. I don't yeah. know why Jennifer would care about that, although Dandelion money. I think everyone does it for money. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Jennifer tells us that Rianz is only a mediocre wizard, so the portal he jumped through came from someone, someone else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Dandelion recognizes him as Nilfgaardian based on some things that he says. So we have a little bit of information about this mysterious uh, yeah. asshole. So that long argument about recent politics with the the war of Nilfgaard and the Battle of Sodden—that's totally like relevant. It's actually connected. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jennifer warns Dandelion to stay out of it and don't you know forget he ever heard of Siri. Uh, which is probably good advice, and yeah. go go hide. But Dandelion tries to tell Yennefer to go warn Geralt because, like, he should know that that everything everything that's going on, right? Yeah, and then she's like, "No, I, I mustn't go warn him because I I can't go there. I've only been there when invited, and it, it wouldn't be wouldn't be appropriate with our feelings and stuff." And that that's the Yennefer I don't like. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like, it's it's super awkward when you've got an ex and, like, you, you, like are you just going to show up at their house uninvited? That, that's, that sends the wrong message, you know? It's, it's true. It's true. It's true. But, I mean, you can you can play it off. You can be like, okay, you know, an evil army of, of, of black-armored birdhead people are trying to kill your stepdaughter. But to be fair... <laughs> but, but this isn't about us. <laughs> but to be fair, in this world, there's always an army of evil birdheaded people trying to, you know? <laughs> like, like, that just sounds like an excuse here, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Well, what now, you know? Yeah, uh, I I don't know if she's actually gonna go warn him or not at this point. The the from what I've gathered, the the answer is no. You yeah, know? the impression I got was that she was not going to. Um, and she asks Dandelion to you know go find safety somewhere else, but it doesn't really sound like very much like Dandelion. So I wonder if Dandelion's gonna a, go. It's not a thing he does. No, <laughs> no, he's gonna. You know, look, the ballads don't happen in courts; they happen you know out in, out in the streets, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of that, and then we see Geralt takes Ciri into Care Morhen, 
Yeah, the ancient home of the witchers. Yeah. Her old, his old stomping ground. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is great. It's so safe. She's like, there's fucking skulls everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Where have you taken it's me? He's like, I haven't been scared since I met you. I haven't been scared one time until right now. <laughs> and he's like, look, th- believe it or not, this is the least monster-infested place probably in the entire world. Yeah. That's true. Because this is like witcher house. He, he me, my friend who has like a deformed face from scars. Eskel, yeah. You know, I, I, you know what this means? He's probably a worse witcher than Geralt if he's, like, horribly disfigured, right? <laughs> it's true, yeah. <laughs> you know, not everybody can be the top-tier witcher, right? Right. I, I feel like maybe this is serious perspective, because she, she looks at him and says, Surely that's not a man. No man could have a face like that. <laughs> and then later she describes it, he's just got, like, a scar on the side of his face. Yeah. That's I mean, it. you know... <laughs> <laughs> she did just ride through Skull Island to yeah. get there. She's she, probably a little spooked. She's right. She's primed to see the worst. <laughs> see that bad. He's probably a nice guy, but yeah, he does have that I scar. Mean, at least he doesn't have bird wings on his head. <laughs> it's yeah. true. But yeah, she's freaked out by this whole thing and, and meeting the witchers, but then, then Geralt gives the guy a, a bro hug. Yeah. And uh, he's back with his bros. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, them and a, a few other... Witches are all there, and they're all very happy to see him, and he's home. This is his home. Yeah, these, this is his family, you could say. Like, witchers, you know, they don't really know their real family, so this is this is Geralt's family. Yeah, and that, that makes her realize that she has nothing to be afraid of here. Yeah, it's actually kind of cozy sounding. It's a, it's a big, great hall with a, a huge uh, fire in the fireplace. Oh, they're all just kind of nice. eaten. I, I'd go there, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. funny, though. He introduces Siri as their destiny, you know? Yes, like, it's like, not, not my destiny, but our destiny. Yeah, like a couple months ago, girl was all like, boo, destiny, you know, fuck destiny. And now he's like, all about destiny. He's like, yeah. this is my destiny and your destiny. It's <laughs> yeah, all, like, yeah. this you is all get a destiny. destiny. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. now it's everyone's destiny. Guess I what, see. guys? I found a destiny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you don't think this is like a, you know, she's my destiny. Well, really, it's our destiny. Well, really, you know, more when you think about it, less so my destiny, more like you guys' destiny. Do you guys like your destiny that I brought you? Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of, right? <laughs> so, it's a good start. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, off to a f- fun intro. Agreed. Yep. So, that's it for this episode. Next time, we're going to talk about Chapter 2 of Blood of Elves. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Mike Starkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share us with anybody you think might like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. That's that's the the Witchuation. Witchuation.